Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where all month long, they are serving lots and lots of the Pilgrim. That's the sandwich. That is the sandwich, Moan. Uh, I know. That is, it's almost intimidating, but I know it's good. <laughs> I can imagine you know? a sandwich that intimidates an offensive lineman is an intimidating sandwich. <laughs> hey, and it is worth it is all I'm saying. Ramon Foster, of course, joining me from his man cave in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Steelers and Bengals are Sunday at 425 p.m. Uh, at Heinz Field. And it seems like more people are up about the Bengals than they are about the Steelers in the past week, given what happened in Arlington, Texas last week. They did win the game, though, Moan. And I want to ask you about that, because that is a trait unto itself, isn't it? The ability to win. You know, you're down 10 points in the fourth quarter. You still have to make something happen, and they did. Yes, 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 and yes, yes again. It's so easy to just concede. Honestly, it's easy to say, you know what? They got us, and you know what? We're going to be all right. No. When, when I saw them reeling, I'm like, man, this team can be really, really good. Winning those type of games against a lesser team. And, you know, after I was watching the game, I was thinking to myself, I should have known this game was going to go like this. That's what I kept saying. I should have known because – that's a team. Mike McCarthy is a savvy coach. That's one thing, okay? They're capable in defense, which is where they were attacking Pittsburgh for the most part, man. And I'll say this. When you can't get anything going offensively, it really kind of ruins the rest of the day, no matter what you're doing. The best thing, and I hate to say it, that to have happened was them to really just make Ben mad. Like, <laughs> it, 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 I've been around They did, them. too. <laughs> you know, like I, I've been around them and you have too. And anybody that's been around Ben know like, oh, he's ready to go. Like, don't hit him like, don't do any of that crap. Like, because he he feeds off of it, man. Like, you got to think of what he did at Miami of Ohio. Watching him just be the guy at a small school, go first round. And it, it, it would have been easy. And Ben flipped the switch. And not to say that it wasn't on. But he was like, all right, you guys got to go, and I got to go, too. And that's just how it goes, man. Um, I, I, It turned out to be a good game because they won. But, you know, like, I, we've gone to Dallas and lost. We've gone to other lesser teams and lost. Other teams have come in and beat us. The Broncos in, in years shouldn't have beat us. I even go back to the Tim Tebow days. Like, that shouldn't have mm. happened. No, no. And to be able to win this way, to be able to, like, say, all right, you gave us your best shot. It wouldn't surprise me if Dallas lost from here on out because that was their best shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's you're going to get everybody's best. And that's probably why everybody's so high on Cincinnati this week. But not two times in a row. Absolutely not two times in a row. And this is also a divisional opponent. Coach Tomlin is one of those guys. He just – certain things you do as an organization – all right, if you go get a left tackle, I'm going to get an outside rusher. You go get a really good wide receiver. That's why Cleveland had multitudes of, like, different uh, DBs. Because right. they had a because they had Emmanuel, because they had Mike Wallace. They had to chase you. And what Coach Tomlin instills in us is when you get an opportunity to lay down the foundation of the way it's going to be for years to come, you do that. So rookie quarterbacks that come into the AFC North, you got to pay. 
just simply how it goes. I love what Joe Burrow is doing, but to but. be a, to be at the top, you gotta have that killer's mentality. I, I saw a video of a a, a lion breaking a, a, another cub's like another uh, herd's like I mean another pride's baby's back. Why? Because I don't need you coming in here taking over what I got. Like it's sad to say, but. That's nature in a sense. Like, if I can break you, you can go do whatever you want to to the rest of the league. But when it comes to AFC ball, you got to pay. One thing that's amazing about uh, Mike Tomlin, and actually, I'll say this too. Before him, uh, Bill Cowher did the same thing. Everything was about divisional ball. Um, There is a a post-Super Bowl speech that he's giving uh, to the crowd down here downtown at Gateway Center, yeah. where he compared winning the Super Bowl to like beating the Bengals, and I went, "What?" Tell <laughs> you, but that's been the mentality. Uh, this week, Mike Tomlin, and I'm sure this is just this isn't any kind of slight on the Bengals. He doesn't even use their name. He just says, "We have AFC North ball." It's mm-hmm. like it's all one blob, Baltimore, yeah. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Uh, it's AFC North ball. We have an AFC North opponent. We got AFC North ball. And you, you've been in there a million times. I've been in there a handful of times where Tomlin will, will actually walk around the locker room and just say that. Like, yeah. Just say yeah. AFC North ball, AFC North ball. Like to nobody in particular. He's not speaking yeah. with anyone. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? It goes back to, honestly, DK, and I've written about it a few times. Well, I've mentioned it, of course, but it goes back to those games are always tight, or if you can beat those teams to sweep the league, that means you, you can do really good against other components. The Bengals played them twice. You, you play Cleveland twice. You play Baltimore twice. If you can beat the teams two times or more times than not, that means that for the people that know you the most, the AFC North Division, mm-hmm. then that means you got a really good team. You got to think about it like the Baltimore game is always tightly contested because why? They know each other. Cleveland always find a way to play Pittsburgh hard. Why? As sorry as they can be because you know them. So if you beat the people you know, then you got a good shot against everybody else. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. See, I can do this and you can't still, I'll bet you can't, but I can sit there in that press box in Arlington, which is in the end zone, which is a great way, by the way, to watch football because that's the way it is played. When you watch the holes developing, you have a completely different appreciation for football, whether that's from a fan perspective, media perspective, whatever it is because you're watching the holes and you say, oh, if only James Conner had done Mm -hmm. this, if only he, but you don't see that on television and you don't see that anywhere else. And I'm saying this because I did not like the Steelers run blocking on Sunday. I prefer to see your guys 
whether it's Dave, Marquise, the whole crew, everybody yeah. running downhill to use your own term. You guys uh, would use that all the time. And Dave, like a, like was like a kid on Christmas morning in a game where you guys had to block. He'd be like, yeah, did you see that? He'd be saying to me, yeah. did you see that? Was that fun? That was fun. Like, yeah, Dave, it looked like it was fun. That did not look like it was fun on Sunday. And I don't understand why. What happened? What happened? Or am I just flat out wrong? I don't want to presume that I'm right. Um, again, the defense is good. I think they were trying stuff this past weekend. There were a couple blocks where I saw, okay, Matt kicked out. And I think it was Connor, Connor or Benny went inside. I'm like, no, 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 don't, no, don't no, no, do no. that. Don't, don't uh-huh. guess the runs. Um, I think they were trying stuff by maybe Randy got a little bit offended by saying Ben's calling the plays and just saying, okay, well, let me get, let me, let, let me find ways to get more creative. It's, it's the way I looked at it. And I was, I was with you a little bit. It's like, okay, what are we doing right here? It was some good mm-hmm. runs at times, but it wasn't consistently good all day. And the game is different week to week though, DK. I, I, I will say that you can have, 200 yards rushing one week, and next thing you know, you, your top back only got 40 on the, on the weekend. Yes. Um, it's week to week almost. I'm in, I'm in an agreement with you a little bit about, like, okay, the type of runs. I like the way they do run. And when you get Matt and Dave pulling, I do like it. It's just it was a lot of motions, a lot of moving parts to where, honestly, it seemed like defenders were actually getting in the spot when they were moving the, the defense a little oh. bit around. So the okay. motions to me, oh, that makes sense. Motions, the motion would know. actually carry a defender exactly. into the play. And so if, if the motion is happening in a way where it moves people away from the ball, then it becomes excessively predictable. Yes. So you're, yeah. you're in a tough spot as a coordinator or you gotta, you gotta really fool them. And, and in fairness, again, and I, for full context, I did also praise Dallas's, front guys uh, I, yeah. I thought demarcus lawrence was just oh my god i thought he was borderline uncontrollable uh, it looked like uh, it uh, and and they've had players there all along they didn't just show up last sunday no it's not no. it's a broken team in terms of injuries but i guess i just want to see a game where of, of dominance yeah. every single play it, it, it's not going to be like that dk because that target is bigger and bigger. And seriously, bad teams like Dallas, like Cincinnati, uh, uh, historically like Cleveland in a sense, they love to play up because no matter if the Steelers are at the time 500 as a record or if they're undefeated like now, to beat Pittsburgh, man, it's so ironic that Dallas claims to be America's team, but you want to <laughs> beat, you know, Pittsburgh, everybody, DK, seriously, nobody worries about another division's beating Dallas. Like, when Baltimore plays Dallas, they don't worry no, they about couldn't care less, yeah. When, when, you know, when Kansas City beat Dallas, nobody cares. But if you beat Pittsburgh, it does a lot for you. You got to think, right, McCarthy, he's not on the hot seat, but it ain't been a really good year to say no. to Jerry Jones. You saw him in his box. Jerry was amped up. He was perked up. Oh, they all were. See, that's another strange thing about that, too. And to the point that you just made, um, when somebody asked Mike Tomlin about that after the game down there, uh, his response was very similar to yours, where he said, this is not new. It's not because we're it's not because we're seven and or eight. No, they're they're looking to beat the brand. Okay, (laughs) they're looking to beat the three hypocycloids on the side of the helmet. 
Yeah. And if if they do that, it's not you know everyone will, will take a, a a shot at a team like that and say, oh, this is your Super Bowl or whatever else here. It's not that, but it, it gave Dallas's guys on both sides of the ball mm-hmm. and no, no, no. And special teams, my goodness, were they good yeah. special teams. Uh, yeah. They, they performed as if they wanted to make a statement similar to the one that you guys did last year in Los Angeles, where you go, we're taking on the chargers with duck and we are coming out of here. Come on. I can say that yeah. you, you, you're in there I'm and you're going, you, this is, don't tell me that wasn't part of your mindset. You, no. We can walk out of here. We can beat Philip Rivers and the Chargers in their house with Duck, and we're going to do yeah. that. And you know what the pro that Duck is? He would understand that. It's no oh, slight yeah. against him. It's just that even when we're at a disadvantage, we're not. And even when they try to act like it's not a big game, it is, man. And you know what? It it it, it That conversation you just had about beating the brand, like, I brought that up to Mike, Coach Tomlin, one year. I was like, Coach T, it was in camp. And I think the year before, we started off 0-8. From preseason, we lost every game. Then we started off 0-4. Was that 2014? That was, that was, that was the London year. That was 2013. 2013. Yeah, the, fourth, the fourth loss was in London, yeah. Okay, so remember that. And afterwards, that next year, I said to Coach T, I said, Coach C, this might sound kind of crazy, but when we're out in preseason, um, like the guys who are playing got to play it like a game because we got to prepare like a game because teams want to beat us no matter when, no matter where preseason or not. And I'm not saying I, I, I contributed to it, but the mindset of him saying do the job and, and be a part of the show, like it don't matter when we lace them up. When you put on those shoulder pads, you got to go out there and put, give it all you got, man. And I, it's just one of those things. It was a small conversation of just realizing, like, teams really just want to beat us. Mm. And that America's team thing is just like, no, until you get that stigma, like, nobody looks at the Cowboys that way. Like, yeah, you wanted to beat the Patriots, but it was just the Patriots. People want to change their season. Look how high they got as far as beating us. Like, See, here, then you flip Flip to the other side, though, and this is, this is something else that you can speak to uh, as no one else can. It, it is human. You walk in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going the other direction now. They're two and six. They're down to their four and a half string quarterback, considering that they had to decide between two guys who was number four. Yeah. And then their center comes up lame in warmups. And then you're just like, you've got to be thinking to yourself, we are, we're, we're just going to be able to stand here and feast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm you, sorry, you, that, that's human. Yeah, it, it, it is. And that component takes over a little bit, but you can't, you can't lay it on the line. I, I'll never say guys didn't show up because you don't want to lose. Heck, Ben, eight and no, I don't think, I'll say this looking at the team the way they're playing, I don't think they're sitting there waiting on the first loss. You know how some people like, just get it out the way. No, no, no. no. I don't no. see that from this team because look at the last three years before this year. Got close, not close, a doggone poop show, okay? Like, it's it's been a lot. And, and seeing Ben come back and having the guys still intact, like, I don't see them waiting on a loss. It's the no, way I look at no. it. Somebody actually asked me about that on, on a radio hit this week, and I was like, I don't get the sense that there's any burden on the team for being eight. No, if anything, no. 
if anything, the burden was very nicely summarized by some guys this week over on the south side just basically saying we haven't even come close to playing as well as we can that's actually what we're focused on right now you know it's not like they're killing people and dominating the league they just need no. to get better they just get better. That's, and that's all it is man going undefeated is hard heck winning every quarter three one you know you break it down in the four seasons i mean four basically four seasons every four going three and one is hard as hell mm-hmm. okay so to be undefeated right now no matter what your opponents are oh my goodness it's, yeah. it's it's tough still now the shirt that you've got on there it's just a little too it's it's a little too i, I know it's tennessee balls it i get it i get it it's, but not quite you're right oh. you're, you're you're absolutely right man i would i wouldn't wear this in cincinnati that's what i'm saying I get a pass because I'm in Tennessee. <laughs> you do. You do. And actually, over your left shoulder there, I see some I see some additional uh, other one there. That's the Mean Joe one. Those are the Steelers the ones. I'm talking Joe. about the Tennessee. Tennessee oh, yeah, ones. that's my college jersey right there. Uh-huh. Oh, that's that's nice. my college jersey. Then it's my brother's uh, Falcons jersey. And then my other brother's best, uh, University of Tennessee basketball jersey. That's really cool. And of course, there's a sign that says Man Cave over the door there. Man Cave. And there's just in one case over you there. get lost in the house and you wonder where it is that you are, you'll be able to, to point you, that out. You uh, should, you would, you would, you would find the bar in the back, though. <laughs> Steelers and Bengals are this Sunday, and the world awaits uh, Nostra Foster's uh, prediction here. <laughs> um, the prediction for this game, they're they're going to win. I do feel that. Burrow will rally because they're relying on him just to prove himself. I think the Steelers do pretty well against that defense because it's not the defense of old. I'm giving like 28-17. There's a chance I, that Joe, Joe Burrow won't have, and, and we won't know this until game time, you know, Joe Mixon's been out all week with a foot injury. And still had uh, practice. Both – both offensive tackles yeah. from an offensive line that wasn't very good to begin with. No. Um, I'm sorry. I think we might be getting back to the way we were calling games earlier in the season where we just say, okay, who on that team is going to stop these guys from killing your quarterback? Yeah. And then, just, and then just see the game from that standpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. You say that, but I cover, of course, the Titans here in Nashville on my show and, What's getting me right now is I thought that the Titans were going to kill Joe Burrow, and they didn't. No. Zero sacks. I know. Zero they never sacks. even got back there. They never even they got back there. With a replacement old line. But I'll say this, the Steelers defense isn't like this Titans defense. No, and, I, and, and in fairness to the Titans, who've actually had a couple losses now since since the Steelers came down and, and ended them being unbeaten, they were 5-0, and oh, of course. The Titans – might have had that week because that was right after that the Bengals game where the same effect that you just saw Pittsburgh and Baltimore have from playing each other where Pittsburgh and Baltimore both played by their own accounts lousy football and still prevailed Uh, those games take something out of you here Uh, I don't know I I just I I had my doubts I'm not gonna lie Dallas left me with a with a bad taste there was just when you see 409 rushing yards against over two weeks, uh, that's not the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. 
And I understand no. Tyson makes a difference. Tyson's going to be back this week. Yes. Which will, which will shore that up. Um, but there's just, there's right now, there's just too many things that are missing. Yes. That, and maybe I'm that guy that's just waiting for what you were just describing. You know what I mean? Guy. I'm waiting yeah. for the first loss. Yeah. And maybe I, I'll I'm say this. The mentality of Coach Tomlin to those guys, to a man, is win the AFC North first. You got to leg up with Baltimore. Mm -hmm. You got to have a feeling that Baltimore is going to find a way to reemerge in a sense um, throughout the season. The next matchup is going to be something that's that's to be watched in prime time. Um, I see them getting this game, and I think they get it very convincingly. I think the run game will get shut down in a sense. It's not many. I don't think there's many other things that Cincinnati can do offensively, although they are coming off a of bye week. Um, but I, I see the run right. game being shut down. Yeah. Right. I know. I know. They're coming off a of bye. But what happened in Dallas, I feel like it's one of those things that, all right, we got to get our stuff together every single play. That's how I look at this game coming up right here. Yeah. I mean, more than anything else, I feel, Moan, like they just need to find a second wind or some 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 additional energy. Um, I thought as well as Dallas blocked for Garrett Gilbert, I also saw a lot of pass rush plays where guys who don't usually get pushed back, yeah, got pushed back or didn't get the didn't get the requisite push from their standpoint. And there isn't a bye week, you know. Yeah, I'll say this. I think Dallas could have got shut down a whole lot quicker, a whole lot earlier if they had more intel on Gilbert. And I say that because who knew oh, he was a runner like that? He's you got to think. Nobody knew that. Nobody saw Nobody that. Nobody knew. Nobody saw that. And then you got to look at it. Like you said, the guys usually get home. But TJ Cam to it, Vinny, everybody usually gets home. And they didn't for some reason. And I think it's mostly because the Gilbert was a little bit more mobile than they thought. And then when you're playing guys like Manzone, in a sense, and they're turning their backs and he's running, I mean, they extended it's some drives up there. Yeah. Minka told us right after the game down there, he said Minka said that they, they had no film on the guy. Like six, oh. six NFL passes to his life. And who knows what kind of practice he is in as scout team quarterback or whatever. Who, you you know, know, who tracks that? But he so, moved. He, he burst out of the pocket, which, which – yeah which which broke contain uh mm -hmm. which threw off bud and tj because if you think about it the previous week bud and tj are coming in yeah. from the sides collapsing yep. on lamar and the running game simultaneously and in dallas they were trying to do this it's up the middle up the middle repeatedly like this wedge formation even in times mm -hmm. moving bud and tj inside and then he was like Okay, I mean, I'll just Fran Tar continue here, and I'll just run out to the side. And and a couple of times he he went through, and I mean, he was look, he was a pleasant surprise for Dallas, I'm sure. I just he was. Pittsburgh has better football. Pittsburgh has better football in them than and what see, they showed there. That's where I'm at, DK. To just bring it back in, baby. Like it's not all bad, <laughs> but it's it's almost the same thing. Is 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 okay snuffing out the new shiny toy in the NFL as far as quarterbacks. Ben has been a guy for years. You ask Ben, who do you like so-and-so? You know, do you like Joe Burrow? He'll probably say, yeah. Do you like, you know, it's those names of new guys. You know, he'll tell you every single time, give me about yeah. three or four years and yeah. I'll tell you then because. Remember, you remember the RG3 conversation? 
at the time and everybody's yeah. coming to Ben and, and we're, we're doing this too. I did it once myself. They asked him about this new generation of quarterbacks. And the next thing, and he said, it's really good. Let's just see where they are in three or four years. Let's just and see. Because the league will find the, out your tendencies. The league will come after you attacking your shortcomings. You know, if you can't hit the curveball, you're going to get nothing but curveball. <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, it, it, as much as people have trashed Phillip Rivers over the years, just I'm watching him last night in a Thursday night game, and I'm thinking to myself, you know everything you know about Phillip, but he still finds a way to he's make it happen there, for himself. He's still there, man. He's still there, and he's obnoxious so, and everything else that he is, and he – he, he acts like a brat out there at times, but he's still there. He's still, still there. there. And there's, so, there's something to be said for that. It is. So I won't knock him. I just won't prejudge him too soon on, you know, the Gilbert thing is one of them. They don't have enough film. That's the same thing, again, with Lamar. Lots of film and, and and a book that they started to write themselves. Yeah, it's different. Well, here comes the first meeting with Joe Burrow, and it's going to be fun. Uh, I speaking only for myself. I don't mean to take anything away from him. No, I, I, he's been. He, I think he's going to be really good. Yes. Yeah, and then watching him hook up with Tyler Boyd, who I've been watching most of his life between Clarendon yeah. High School and 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 Pitt making plays yeah. that's been fun for me too because i always felt like tyler wasn't getting the proper chance in the nfl tyler's connecting um they have some people but it's not going to be enough it's not but you know what i was thinking i thought it from monday on man i just hope they don't hurt burrow too much i think he's going to be good for the league you know yeah 